0: this is your lone podcast lone angler come back at you with Doug on Monday how is everyone doing and welcome back to the podcast ladies and gentlemen finally finally ladies and gentlemen we are finally doing the abraham lincoln versus zombies podcast how does that sound ladies and gentlemen so let me give a quick explanation now to some of the listeners that have listened to me for a while One quick thing, real quick. I do apologize, ladies and gentlemen. Like, this project actually originally started about seven weeks ago. But things were crazy. Um, Work and stuff has gotten me away from the podcasting a little bit. Things have been crazy. I'm sure you understand. Which, actually, things were crazy before this Caranus Anus. You know what I'm saying, ladies and gentlemen? You know what I'm saying? But, uh, yeah, things were a little bit crazy, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, I actually made, like, a very big skit on my original mic, so it's not a great skit quality-wise, but it is a very entertaining skit. But that skit actually took me, like, three weeks to produce, believe it or not, because I put so many sound effects in it, um, did so much voice acting in it, which it's only about a three-minute skit or something, but in the third act... We will be playing that skit after the show. So, yes. It took me about three weeks. And then I was kind of off and on with the podcast. Just things was crazy. I was off schedule. And yeah, things have been a little bit crazy. But we finally got this review, ladies and gentlemen. We finally got this review. And I personally apologize, okay? I personally apologize for taking so long. But... Today, we are going to talk about the Abraham Lincoln vs. Zombies podcast, and it is going to be a three-episode special, okay? Yes. Now, part one will be released, well, today, Monday. Part two will be released on the Monday the 13th. Part three will be released on Monday the 20th. Now, in between those episodes, I will have a couple episodes, so... Yes, it's going to be a three-parter, but we are going to have some other episodes, like some real talks and stuff. So, yes. Okay, a three-part comedy review extravaganza. Extravaganza? You no, know, I'm not going to edit it out. But yes, ladies and gentlemen, to some of my new listeners that has never listened to me before, hello, my name is Lone Angler, or my alias, and this show is Taco Monday Podcast. If you've never listened to the show, the basics of what it is: it's a comedy slash fandom slash sci-fi slash talking about movies, reviews, controversy on the internet, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera, et cetera. Really, there's no genre to this podcast at all. <laughs> it's just me talking about whatever I want, and I try to be hilarious. I try, at least. <laughs> but yes, now we are going to start the show and this is how it will work okay there's going to be 11 chapters in this review and each episode we're covering four chapters well the third act will only be three but this review is no spoilers okay zero spoilers so you guys if you want to watch this movie you're good now let me give some context okay Exactly. Uh two months ago, two months ago. I went to the store. Okay? I went to the store and I found this movie. I found this movie called Abraham Lincoln vs. Zombies. It was in a movie pile and it was only like literally like three dollars. So it caught my eye, let's say. (laughs) Least to say, it was pretty crazy. Like an Abraham Lincoln? zombie movie but didn't they have a movie oh wait that was abraham lincoln the vampire hunter so it's so it's totally different right it was made the same year but totally different right no relation so i took a picture of the movie i took a picture of the movie and i posted it on facebook and i just asked the guys asked you guys if you guys would like to see me review it and shockingly got thousands of likes, and a lot of people responded to it. So, yeah. So, this is for the people. Even though I took like a thousand years, (laughs) even though I took a thousand years to review it, this is for you guys, okay? And I made a big script. Usually, my podcasts are never scripted, but I decided to be very funny with this review, and, you know, write some punchlines, and write all kinds of stuff, some cool sound effects and stuff, and make this podcast special for you guys, okay? Now, we are going to talk about what the film is about. This is the basics, ladies and gentlemen. Let me grab my book real quick. So, sorry. This, this is what the film is about. Okay, so, sorry. I have to read this. I ain't gonna lie. I have to read this to do this review. So, I got my script on me, so. It's a little bit of a cold run, but I hope you guys enjoy it and it is entertaining. Okay, the basics of what this film is about. As Abraham Lincoln labors over the Gettysburg Address, he learns that a menace from his past has returned. Threatening to tear the already fractured nation to pieces, he must journey behind enemy lines to face a foe far more fearsome than the Confederate Army. The Walking Dead so sorry, <laughs> so sorry, but yes, that is what it's about. I threw my uh book, so uh, yeah, probably shouldn't have done that, so yes, that's what the film is about, and before I review this, a couple of quick things: one, I've never really reviewed a film before, but I've worked my high and off on this, and two, I am not a film expert i just like movies okay ladies and gentlemen i just like movies now this film stars abraham lincoln played by bill oberst jr and this film was directed by richard skankman and this film was produced by asylum movie pictures basically asylum that's what they're called now real quick this film was a budget of 150 bucks so it's a b-movie so, uh, yeah. So, uh, yeah. Don't expect too much. But anyways, I'm going to give a little bit of context. I have seen Asylum movies before. I've watched some Asylum shows. And generally, even though it's B-movies and stuff, some of the stuff I've seen is pretty good. It's pretty good. Like, I've watched uh Sharknado movies, if you've ever seen that. They have some good stuff. They do have some good stuff. Some, of course. Granted, they've produced the Sharknado movies. They created the Z Nation show, which is one of my favorite shows. And they have some pretty good stuff. You know, they have a okay, <laughs> uh, okay uh, reputation. Let's say that. But yes, I've seen their work. So I might be a little bit biased because I loved, I loved Z Nation. There were some ups and downs with the show, but overall, for a budget show, it was good. It was fun and it was entertaining, ladies and gentlemen. You know what I'm saying? But yes, I might be a little bit, if you will, biased, but just to give you that. So, so yeah, the film was made in 2012. The budget was $150,000, starring Bill Oberst Jr., and directed by Richard Skankman. So yes. That is who made the movie and of course Asylum's the production company. But yes, we are going to talk about it and review it. Actually, we are going to go through all four of the chapters each act. There's about twelve, but I decide to cut it down to eleven because I don't want any spoilers. And uh yeah, ooh, almost dropped my script there. Okay. But yes, we are going to have fun, ladies and gentlemen. And each episode's going to be, yeah, I don't know, around 30 minutes. But yes, ladies and gentlemen, I hope you all enjoy this. And we are going to get ready, baby. We're going to get ready. All right. You guys ready? I am ready. I am stoked. Let's get ready, ladies and gentlemen. All right. Before we roll the film, let's uh, take a look at the uh, DVD case and see what it says on it. Hold on a second. I just thought of this, ladies and gentlemen. I figured, you know what, might as well. So, this is the DVD case right here. This is the DVD case right here. It says right here, Abraham Lincoln versus zombies. And their little slogan thing they have on it is, He emancipated the slaves, he saved the Union, and slaughtered the undead. Oh, doesn't that sound good? That sounds quite fancy. Okay <laughs> but anyways, and on the back, oh, somebody actually reviewed it. It looks like uh one of those professional reviewers reviewed it, so uh let's see what they said on the back of it. Okay, now, the person that reviewed it is uh oh okay there's there's no name on it, so uh, there's no uh Roger Eberts or anything on the back of it. Not not even a magazine article quotes? Okay, I'm sure somebody reviewed it, right? I'm sure somebody reviewed it. Come on, somebody had to have reviewed it. Maybe somebody got paid. (coughs) It says on the back, an action-packed thriller in the tradition of Zombieland and Dawn of the Dead. So you're telling us Whoever reviewed this (laughs) movie, you're telling us that this action-packed thriller is in the tradition, or as good as, Zombieland and Dawn of the Dead? Now comes the part where we throw our heads back and laugh. Ready? Ready! (laughs) 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 That's hilarious. That is comedy right there. Yeah, I threw it. Whatever, I don't care. But, anyways, okay, ladies and gentlemen, we are going to go ahead and review this movie. Let's go. Chapter 1 In the beginning of the film, we see two people running away from zombies at night in the woods. Thomas Lincoln, played by Kent Englehart, and Nancy Lincoln, played by Rihanna Van Helton, are running in the woods at night, trying to get away from the zombies. And then, while they are running, suddenly, nancy lincoln gets grabbed by a zombie and that zombie starts biting on her hand thomas runs to the rescue with a freaking giant sickle and chops off the zombie's hand and then he decapitates the zombie and they safely get away one thing that i liked about this scene is that they don't dance around the showing off the zombie kills and they give us some good zombie kills with some Freaking sickle slaying action. swink swink. You know what I'm saying? What zombie movie can you name that they've used a sickle in? Okay, I mean one. Come on, a gardening sickle. That is freaking sick. Okay, I don't know about you, ladies and gentlemen, but that is freaking sick. And of course, I'm glad that they don't dance around the zombie kills. You know what I'm saying? I like that. I like that. But yes, they get right to the point. And one more thing that I like. Kent Englehart's portrayal as Thomas Lincoln, you could really feel and see that he put everything in his role as Honest Abe's father. You know, I wonder if this guy has been in anything else after this movie. You know, let's actually pull him up. You know, I know I like to stay by the script, but let's go ahead and pull him up. Let's go get Google. Hey, how you guys doing? You liking this so far? You liking this? Yeah, you are. Yeah, you are. Google! We are going to find Kent Inglehearts, you know? Because I just felt like that he was perfect for the role as Honest Abe's father, you know what I'm saying? So, uh, yeah. Let's see. Kent Inglehearts. No, that is the wrong person. One second, please. Let's see, let's see, let's see here. Ah! Kent Englehart, there he is, there he is, ladies and gentlemen. Okay, Kent Englehart, what has he been doing? Let's see. An actor and former member of city council, ooh, that's pretty good, city council, yeah, that's a pretty good job, of Roswell, Georgia, has pleaded guilty of four counts of producing and one count of receiving and one count of Possessing. Ladies and gentlemen, this is your lone podcaster signing off, and I hope you have a good night. All right, all right, all right. We'll keep on the review, okay? And we'll just pretend that Kent Englehart doesn't exist, okay? but uh, if if you want to research, it's ironic, but his profile picture on Google is literally him dressed as a Catholic priest. <laughs> I'm so sorry, Catholics. I am so sorry. Let's continue with the review. The next day, we see young Abe Lincoln chopping wood and doing uh, his thing, you know, that uh, outdoor chores thing. <laughs> While he's doing his thing, Suddenly, he hears a gunshot from the inside of his home. He ran inside to Ma and Pa's bedroom to find his undead mother strapped to the bed and his father in a rocking chair, bleeding after shooting himself and blowing his brains out. Abe runs up to him to see if he was still alive, and slap my frickin' biscuit, that pedo Yankee survives a gunshot to the head?! (laughs) Anyways, when young Abe ran up to his surprisingly still breathing father, his father said to him, this is a paraphrase by the way, I'm sorry Abe, I couldn't do it. Well yeah, no kidding Thomas, you not only failed at mercy killing your now zombie wife, but you can't even manage shooting yourself and successfully die! Oh, wait. Hold on a second, folks. Wait. Wait, now he's dead. Okay, I'm sorry, never mind. After his father dies from his what would have been an instant death from gunshot to the head, A picks up his father's side-plot-convenient sickle and walks up to his shambling corpse mother and says, Happy Mother's Day! <laughs> I'm kidding, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. He, he didn't say that, okay? He said, I, I love you, and then kills her dramatically and yells in anger and snaps his sickle in half. I guess because he wants it to be more compact so he can use it more often throughout the entire movie. Maybe. We now fast forward to a now grown President Lincoln doing his president thing and other things like, uh, I guess trying to end a nationwide civil war and all that. Lincoln's aide comes into his office to tell him that his wife wants to see him. Abe goes to see his wife, Mary Todd Lincoln, played by Deborah Crittenden. Wow, that is a name. That is a name. Why did I mention the name of the actress that plays Mary Todd Lincoln? Um. I d I don't know, it's it's a part of the spoiler at the end of the movie that, that I'm not supposed to spoil. <laughs> I guess, I guess, I don't know. Mary Todd Lincoln begs Abraham not to go to Gettysburg because she thinks the Confederacy has an assassin that wants to kill him or uh or something. <laughs> yeah, right. Women and how they always worry. <laughs> Lincoln calms her down and tells her that he must attend the speech at Gettysburg, because many lives were lost there, and uh, yada, yada, yada. Moving on! His aide returns, informing him that Secretary Edwin Stanton wants to see him, too. Everybody's wanting to see President Lincoln. He's a popular guy. What can we say? Abe goes over to see Secretary Stanton to hear the news of what's with the war, and Stanton tells him, For what we can gather so far, Operation Big Shanty was a complete and total failure. Yeah, it was. It was even a bigger failure than Little Shanty. (laughs) Ha ha. Huh? Huh? No? No? Okay. Anyways, he tells Lincoln that the 30 men he sent to Fort Pulaski were completely wiped out. But one survived and has supposedly gone mad. It is telling stories that they were killed by walking dead men. Dun, dun, dun. (gasps) As soon as Abe hears this, he exclaims that he must see this wounded officer. We cut to Jefferson Bunker, where a medical team is taking care of the wounded soldier. Lincoln and Stanton meets with the lead doctor of the medical team, caring for the patient. Dr. Malinov, Played by Richard Skankman. Wait a minute, wait a minute. You remember this name, Richard Skankman? Richard Skankman is the same guy that is directing this frickin' movie. I see you, I see you. Had to get yourself a slice of the spotlight, didn't you? Oh yeah, yeah, you did, didn't you? Well, well, actually, more than likely, they probably couldn't afford any more actors considering their $150 budget. So, uh, yeah, more than likely, he had to just become a role in the movie. <laughs> but, yeah. So, uh, yeah. Which is okay. His his acting skills, compared to the rest of the cast, he, he practically won an Oscar award, let's just say that. Comparing him to the rest of the actors... He practically won an Oscar award. <laughs> yes. Lincoln asks the doctor, How is the wounded patient doing? And the doctor tells him, His condition is getting worse. He hasn't responded to the treatment. I haven't seen anything like this before, and blah, 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 blah. Let's cut the filler in crap, okay? Got bit and he's turning into a zombie. Sorry to spoil things, ladies and gentlemen, but we gotta get through this review quick. Okay, okay, you guys cool. All right. Anyways, they go inside to see the wounded soldier, Captain Eckert. That's a name played by Jim E. Chandler. I'm never going to talk about this guy probably ever again, so uh, I figured might as well throw his name in. You know what I'm saying? They ask him questions about what happened to him and his men at Fort Pulaski. Now, Captain Eckert's speech, uh, I have no idea how to describe it. Describe what exactly he said? But it kind of sounded like a... (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Secretary Stanton starts asking Eckert a couple of questions. Captain Eckert, what happened? Where's the rest of your patrol? Y- you don't have the coronavirus, do you? Okay, 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 okay. Um, uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, my producer told me that that was an inappropriate joke, and I need to apologize, so I am sorry, and I will not make another joke like that again. Most likely. Sten asks him what happened to his troops, and he tells him they ate them. As soon as Abe hears that, he knew that they were dealing with the undead. Abe and the others walk outside, and Abe tells them that they were now dealing with a threat far worse than they could ever imagine, and Abe tells them that they need to stop this threat before it spreads. Meanwhile, inside the bunker, Eckert suddenly changes into a zombie and leaps out of the bed, attacking the nurses, though he he doesn't bite them. Why exactly? Well, because back then, zombies were gentlemen, and biting women was never allowed. Unless they were courting. <laughs> nah, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. The real answer is the writing sucks. We see undead Eckert running around the base, and Abe's bodyguard tries to catch him. Desire only your recovery and well-being, sir. Captain Eckert, stand down. Um, I'm I'm pretty sure he's not going to stand down. I do not wish to shoot you. Shoot him. Okay, okay, yeah, that's good, that's good. But but he's he's still alive because only headshots kill zombies. So 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 you get you gotta aim for the head. No no the head the head. That's the chest. You you gotta aim for the head. Dang it, are you even trying?! Well, while Abe's bodyguard's getting his throat ripped out by the zombie, Abe runs to the rescue to slay the zombie with a sword! The zombie grabs his weapon and yeets it off the screen, leaving Abe unarmed. But conveniently, his aide runs over to throw him his secret weapon. President. His freaking zombie slinging sickle, baby! Sweet, <clears throat> sweet! okay. After Abraham dispatched the zombie, he ordered Secretary Stanton to assemble him a special unit, and they were to go to Fort Pulaski to deal with the undead, with Abe leading, of course. Abraham had twelve men assembled, and they took a train halfway to the fort, Fort Pulaski, and they trekked the rest of the way on foot. I have a question. Why didn't they ride the train all the way there? I don't know. You know what? I actually have a better question. Why didn't Frodo and the rest of the fellowship use the eagles to get to Mordor? <laughs> Sorry, um, let's get back to the review. While they are walking down the road, we are introduced to some of the new characters in this band of merry zombie-slaying union men. Wilson Brown, played by Jason Hewley, Joshua Kearney, played by Chip Lane. I'm just gonna call you Chip. Is that cool? Is that cool? Yeah. And John Wilkinson Booth, played by Jason Vale. John Wil- Wilkinson Booth. Why does that name sound familiar? Ah, uh, never mind. Let's continue. We see John Wilkinson asking Wilson and Chip questions. Now, due to copyright laws, I can't play the conversation. But I'm going to give y'all a paraphrase. <clears throat> Booth asked Chip, "So, Chip, what do you think of our fearless leader Lincoln?" Chip replies, "He's just so manly and just leaderly." "But did you vote for him?" said Booth. Chip then replies, "Well, I was going to But I voted Douglas instead because I heard from the paper that he was caught holding harlots by the hands. I mean, hand-holding. We're going to now skip to chapter three because the rest of it was basically Booth being suspicious and saying some stupid racist crap to Wilson. So, uh, yeah, John Wilkinson Booth establishes himself to be a D-bag, so moving on. Abraham and his crew arrive at Fort Pulaski. Now, this scene is my personal favorite, not because of the terrible CGI gunfight that soon breaks out. No, 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 no. It's right before they enter the building. If you pay close attention to this scene, in that open field, in the background, you can see a giant freaking tractor driving in the field. I am so sorry, ladies and gentlemen, but in this scene, I swear, in chapter three, when they arrive at Fort Pulaski, you can see a giant tractor in the background, and it is insane. I'm not kidding, ladies and gentlemen. You can see a driving tractor in the background, and that farmer just didn't even care. You know, he had to cut that grass, you know what I'm saying? He had to cut that grass, get that wheat. Oh my goodness. Not the director. Not the camera operators? No one, not a single person, not even the actors, could even notice that thing! I'm sorry, that triggers me. That really triggers me. So, uh, yeah, negative 20 points for the camera crew, okay? Let's resume, shall we? (sighs) We see Abraham and his team enter the fort, and suddenly they get ambushed by surviving Confederate soldiers. Ladies and gentlemen, we have a great show tonight. We can see the Greyback surprise them with the old shooting at them trick, but the Yankees countered their bullet throws by using the old taking cover trick. Oh, look at that. Oh, look at that. One of our players is changing it up and turned over a picnic table to use it as a cover. That is a game changer. That is a game changer if I do have to say so. While the gunfight is going on, we see zombies show up. And, I wish I was kidding, but one of Lincoln's guys did this. Who goes there? Stand fast. Identify yourself. (laughs) (laughs) This idiot walks up to the Confederate zombie to see what it wanted or something like that, and he gets his neck ripped out. What a freaking idiot. What a freaking idiot! Ladies and gentlemen, if I was him during that firefight, and I saw a thing sneaking up behind me, I wouldn't stop to ask questions. I would shoot it! Zombies start coming in, and everybody's having to fight them all. Everybody's getting shot. Everybody's shooting back. Lincoln uses his freaking cool zombie-slaying sickle to slice some zombies. Zombies now dead. Confederates now dead. The idiot face on the ground that got the worst hickey in history, surprisingly not dead. But then Lincoln shoots him. (coughs) Yep, that is what happens. Here's the clip. Mr. President. And Booth was like, Sir, how could you? Hey man, now look here. Look here, man. One, he got bit, and there is no known cure for zombies. So, he had to put him down. And two, well, he was an idiot. So, he had to put him down. Da- After that exciting shootout, they tidy up the place and they turn it into their own HQ. After securing the fort, Wilkinson and Chamberlain, played by Ronald Ron Ogden, Ogden, I think it is. Just to let you know, besides Abraham Lincoln, Chamberlain was the zombie-slaying MVP in this movie, okay? Booth and Chamberlain start exploring underground storage bunkers in the base, and do you know what they find? Zombies? No. More bad guys? Close. They literally find Stonewall Jackson with his goons hiding in a bunker with him. Chamberlain draws his gun and says, paraphrasing, Put down your guns and identify yourselves! And they reply, No! You put your guns down! And Chamberlain says, No! No! I said it first! Chamberlain says, Identify yourselves, or I'll be forced to shoot! Stonewall steps out and says, By the way, this is exactly what the guy that played Stonewall talks like, okay? <clears throat> roll him. My name is Thomas Jonathan Jackson, ranking general in the all southern and mostly heterosexual confederate army. <laughs> As soon as Booth hears this, he starts going full-on fangirl on Stonewall. Which isn't suspicious at all. Lincoln shows up after hearing that Booth and Chamberlain were at a standoff with Stonewall and his men. Lincoln comes over to try to convince them to drop their guns, but one of them decided to try to shoot at Lincoln instead. He shoots at him, misses, and the boss MVP, Chamberlain, goes full-on smackdown on that dude. And after that almost Chuck Norris-level butt-kicking, they disarmed Stonewall and his men and put them in a holding cell. Lincoln and his men have a meeting discussing what to do with Stonewall and how to take out the zombies. While having the meeting, Lincoln said, Hey, you know what? I knew they tried to kill me and everything but let's try to convince them to help us. And his men respectively replied, Are you stupid? His men wanted to leave the place, but Lincoln knew they had to stop the walking corpses before the virus spread. Lincoln tells his men that they were going to town to try and send a message to Washington and that they would worry about Stonewall later. Lincoln and his men leave the fort, and they go to town. End of chapter four. Ladies and gents, this is the end of the first part of this three-part series podcast. Thank you so much, ladies and gentlemen, for listening. I would have put this entire podcast together, but due to editing and stuff, I put a lot of sound effects in this, right? Or at least, when I release this, I will have. So, it's going to be a three-part series. I hope you guys enjoy. This is the first part, the second part will be next week, and of course, the third part will be the week after, but I am going to try to put together some real talks, maybe one, maybe, just maybe, one taquito short cast, but yes, which I need to bring back that series, and uh, yeah, I need to bring back the main series, but once we get through this series, ladies and gentlemen, I'll be back, ladies and gentlemen. So, everyone that has been listening, I hope you've honestly enjoyed it, and See you next week, okay? Bye-bye now. Yeah, can we hear? Can we hear me? Yes, indeed. Okay, I'm doing a little recording. Yes, this is for the podcast now for my listeners. I am now doing a Streaming thing on Steam. This is what I am doing and basically I am playing video games I don't know currently. I'm playing a video game, but yes I am going to start a gaming stream on Steam. My username is Lone Angler. You can find me on uh, Steam of course Yes, I'm going to start doing streams like Human Fall Flats, maybe some other games, maybe CSGO, if you want to. I'm not really a CSGO guy, but yes, I am doing Human Fall Flat right now, and I'm playing the new Level Thermal. So, guys, check me out, I'm on stream. Steam, I mean, Steam. And I am playing games like Human Fall Flats, uh, maybe some new games, definitely Borderlands. Here's some new content for you, ladies and gentlemen. If you like video games, I like video games, too. If you like video games, I like video games, too. I'm going to start streaming on Steam, and I will give some announcements and dates. So, see you then, ladies and gentlemen. Alright, you guys have a good one, alright? Bye-bye.